On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we ponder the sound of goo. Also, Diana faces off against artificial intelligence and wins. Could you? Let's do this. episode of devil's trap podcast i'm diana and ladies and this week we're talking season six episode two two and a half men mm, we are talking mm. about it we got mm-hmm. some things to say about it and some things i don't mm-hmm. want to say about it because mm-hmm. season six Woo-hoo. all right so it's off to quite a start isn't it yeah yep so, uh, yep how you doing i'm i'm all right um made a quick little visit down to Houston, Texas, uh, and uh, went to a really cool uh, pizza bar called Beetlejuice Beetlejuice. So thumbs up to that experience. Good cocktails, good drinks, good um, good pizza, most importantly, and good music and really cool decor. So yay, thumbs up to that. And I went and saw Legally Blonde the Musical. Uh, with my sister and that was super fun that was in dallas though but it was a, a super fun girls night and yeah did you wear pink uh i i did wore pink lipstick okay I, didn't have, was... I could i ran i was i was out of ideas and time and cute pink clothing was not in my in my hand, grasp at that moment no so, that makes sense yeah it happens um but yeah that was fun how about you? What's going on? Well, you know, not a ton. Uh, right before this episode, we started recording, um, I got to, I was restringing my bone necklace, which is, uh, unfortunately, the bones are not real, but um, I did pick up this wonderful piece of art at, uh, not Party City, no, Spirit, at Spirit Halloween this year. And I'm sure there was some sort of racist theme in it, whatever. But uh, so, but they had like really big bones on it. And, you know, like, so they had like these giant, like, I guess they were supposed to be like a femur or humerus because they were funny bones. <laughs> but they were so big, like, there was no way, like, over the chest, like, they then they would just be like standing up and it would be like a weird, like. You didn't want bones standing up on your chest? I don't want to get boned on my chest. I didn't need the big bones. So I went down to the ones that look more like, maybe they look more like teeth and then like little skulls. So there's just like little skulls and bones all over my bathroom right now, which really is not surprising or any different than normal. So that sounds, sounds like normal situation for you. Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, it is, we are filming this or filming this, I guess filming this. Yes. Watch our YouTube. Uh, We are filming and recording this on January 24th. So happy birthday, Dean Winchester. Happy birthday. I'm not going to sing happy birthday because one, nobody sounds good singing that unless you're Marilyn Monroe and then it's creepy (laughs) and kind of sad. If you, if you've watched any of the Marilyn movies that have come out lately, you're just like, oh, I have not, but Maybe I will. I have watched the like the last the last one I've watched was the tapes that they put they put together. Um, the guy, uh-huh. the one who was like the publicist or whatever, and he had all the tapes that were from Peter's house. Man, that was a good one. But what I did start watching, and I'm so excited, it's out. But there are only like three episodes in. Is Mayfair, which is whole shit mm. it's so good so if you're not familiar mayfair witches was the witches series that Anne rice did and oh, i say yeah. like a true gothy witch like that's better than the interview with the vampire series and especially better than any of the the erotica she wrote which was terrible but uh mayfair witches i loved that series so much it was mayfair witches and lasher which was not a good book but it just the house on first street in new orleans is really like the how like made me want to like can we just make a new orleans without humidity so you know i can move there because i really want to move to new orleans but i just i can't sweat that much it's just gross that's gross so and dean and jensen ackles did post a happy birthday to dean today video while he was jogging around the cemetery in new orleans so also relevant all right so there we go 
let's jump into this episode. So two and a half men, obviously a nod, a poke at the show with Charlie Sheen. And then after Charlie Sheen went batshit, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher? Yeah. Kutcher. Kutcher? Kutcher. I don't know. He also made a cameo in that 90s show. That 90s show. Highly watchable. I watch it. Yeah, I, I didn't get into that. I wasn't into that 70s show. No. Well, I like that 70s show. It's good stoner humor. Anyways. See that? Point made. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this first this episode, though, that we're going to talk about, it first aired October 1st, 2010. It was directed by John F. Showalter. And the last time we saw him was when he directed Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. And most recently when he directed an episode of The Winchesters, which also restarted tonight. They moved it to a new time at like 9 p.m. So hopefully hmm. that works well for them crossing fingers because i would like to, to watch that series this was yeah. written by adam glass uh, this is his first supernatural credit and we'll see him in quite a few episodes um upcoming seasons but most importantly to me he is responsible for the retelling of harley quinn's origin story as part of the mm. suicide squad reboot in 2011 where he replaced her jester costume with the corset and the hot pants and her skin was bleached white and her hair like now it had the half blue and half red and then she became yeah. a violent psychopath okay yeah interesting so we can thank adam for that thank you i do not thank you for all the women i see dressed as that because i was was like the halloween stores thank him too um the halloween stores definitely think we're just like hey spirit halloween we're promoting you tonight why don't you sponsor our episode hey you know all right, so this episode kicks off. We get a shot of a fireplace. We're looking at family photos. And then, in true supernatural fashion, we see bloody hands. <laughs> so it's just like, I was like, oh, yeah, not shocking anymore. Um, and there's a woman with really bloody hands running with a baby. Of course, the phone's not working. And she hides under a bed. And we all know by now, I think, that hiding it's under a, a good bed move. is a terrible idea. A, your baby's going to cry or make a noise, number one. Number two, hiding in your bed, you, there is no escape. You are stuck. There's not an You're easy stuck. out. You don't have good visibility. It's not a great hiding spot in a crisis. Nope, nope. Maybe play hide and go seek. That's about the only time it's good. No, and then, like, you have to get, like, this the dustiness. All the dust balls are under there. Oh, yeah, and then you no find, like, all the shit. What the fuck? Yeah, no what storage. the fuck? Like, there's no storage. There's nothing that like she just shoved in there, like her dildo boxes or like anything that like there's no guns, there's no hatchets. Like, what are you even putting weird. under your bed? I don't understand. Very odd. Very weird. Very weird <clears throat> house. Yeah. So, um, of course, then she looks over and sees a dead body on the floor of a man who I'm assuming is the spouse from the photos that we saw. And yeah, we're uh, guessing dead husband. husband. Yeah. Then hands grab her feet and pull her out. And, she's and that's why it's a bad move to hide under the bed. And, and also, there's just nothing out. worse than getting grabbed by your feet. It gives me like, that gives me like chill heebie-jeebies. I can't even hang my feet off my bed. <laughs> you hang your feet off your bed, that's how the monsters get you. You just know. Yeah, that's how they grab you. If you're on the bed, grab you. That's right. So then we go and we cut from this to an exterior shot of a house that has a that is rented according to the sign. And I don't think I've ever seen a rented sign. No, it's for rent and it was covered with a sign that said rented. I mean, I guess that's like the for sale slash sold sign example, but But I've never seen that on a rent house. They just just the sign away. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently this is uh, Lisa and Dean's new house. Okay. Hmm. We have a new house. All right. Yeah, Dean's doing a trunk check. Dean yeah, trunk, um, a truck, including so, the silly, useless two-barrel shot off, sawed-off shotgun. Yes, very silly, but probably fun. Um, probably fun, yeah, but useless he, in your line of work, Mister Winchester. Well, yeah. So he covers baby back up though, and they're just unpacking. Ben's super bummed, but they're like, "Don't worry about it. We'll uh, we'll go out later and explore and have lunch." But you get the vibe that Dean doesn't really want Ben out exploring at all. No, no. He's just starting to, like, make excuses, right? And and things are getting kind of weird. And so Dean, yeah, and Dean's just like, you know what? I'm going to distract Ben. Come with me, boy. Mm-hmm. 
But we do cut to a um, a scene in Lansing, Michigan, where police tape is now wrapped around this house, and Sam is in a suit, pretending to be pretending to be a law enforcement officer of some kind, talking to the cops about how the alarm didn't go off and the baby's missing, and they don't know what happened at this house. So we know this is where the that episode started. And the baby's missing. We know that too. Hey, that's the weird. Baby's missing. Then we cut back to the other house. There's going to be a lot of cuts in this episode. I hate it. I like it, but I hate it when we have to talk about it. So then we cut to a delivery guy, and he's bringing pizza. And he brings one cheese and one everything. And now I want pizza. But Lisa and Ben are kind of annoyed because Dean promised them they were going to go out for lunch. But uh, Dean just pretends like he forgot. No, Dean is being overprotective. This yep, is not yep. something go well. is weird is going on then we cut to sam who is on the phone with samuel who apparently needs to take a technology for seniors who missed the entire ramp up to the technology age because you know, they were dead right i mean that's fair <clears throat> but he said look there's no sulfur emf this might not be a hunter case at all but samuel's like uh no the baby's missing and it's it, there's a bunch of babies missing so it's either monsters or psychotic yokels grabbing babies to make baby stew which is bad see i think you're saying it yeah but i saw it more as like poetry it was like this really beautiful <laughs> poem like either <gasps> we've got monsters grabbing babies to make baby stew We've got a bunch of psychotic, psychotic yokels grabbing babies to make baby stew. Either way, it's baby stew, which is bad. That, that was really much like better. Baby stew. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you would. I feel <laughs> like I know you. So um, <clears throat> Sam's kind of like wondering if Sam's really in it, but then. Sam well, he also so makes get... that annoyed sigh on the phone that, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever been called out for doing that on a call where you don't, you don't, and I, it used to be a tell of mine, just be like, what? <sighs> 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 and then it's something like, why are you huffing? I'm like, oh shit, I was doing that out loud. Oops. That wasn't in my head. Yeah. Yeah. But we get Detective Sam. Detective Sam notices the security company sign in front of the house and he's like hmm i wonder if other houses that have missing babies also had that same company detective sam and now we cut to the garage and dean walking in on ben holding the useless sawed off yeah kids playing with guns not good no not generally and he doesn't handle it well. No, no, he doesn't. He flips out and tells him to never open the trunk and that you should never, ever shoot a gun. And uh, Ben's, you know, like, well, what if, you know, what if something's coming for us? I want to help. And Dean just yells at him about the gun. And Ben just apologizes and leaves. It's sad. It's sad. Words hurt Dean. And you could tell that Ben is trying really hard to be like, I want to be a hunter with you. I like he thinks what Dean does is cool. And he mm-hmm. knows that like that's how he grow he grew up and he just wants to be a part of it. And but Dean is just like, No, no, I it was not good to grow up this way. I don't want this for you. However, that is not what he's saying out loud. What he's saying out no. loud is traumatic. He's saying, Bad. Don't do this. Don't touch this. It's not, he has not handled this well. So, yeah, he's being, he knows he's being mean too. He can feel it in his bones. You can see it in his eyes. But he doesn't stop it. Nope. He keeps doing it. So we cut back to Sam. And yeah, Sam's on a bench and he's eating a gas station sandwich. And now he's on the phone with Samuel, who minutes ago had no idea of how computers worked and now has become webmaster gramps particle bastard i don't know what his web handle would be but uh he like has taken all of this inability to use a computer and is now a master hacker and has like learned that all of the families have that security company he has pulled their client records right totally got it all figured out now and has even figured out that he might know what the next target house is sure okay so we cut back again now we're back in with dean in the garage and lisa confronts him about why he yelled at ben 
And she's like, what, what is, what is happening? Are we being chased? I mean, we just can't be locked in. Um, and he just Im- insists that he's trying to protect them. And, you know, she's being irrational in telling him that he's scaring her. And, yep, this is what happens when you let a drifter move into your house with your son, Lisa. Don't let drifters move in with with you and your son. With with a lot of emotional baggage. So much baggage. No. No, Lisa. This is... You you, you earned this. (laughs) Oh, so we cut back to Sam in his black charger... Um, we think he's going to do a stakeout. Nope. He just grabs his gun from the trunk and goes straight up and enters this house. Like no hesitation, just straight to the B and E. He's, he's all about it. Yep. So they pick this look and this, so like you have a security like system, but not a deadbolt. No. I mean, like who needs a deadbolt when you have an alarm system that only works inconsistently? Not to lie. I do have a new alarm system. It's sitting in a box because I haven't had time to put it together. So this is my Dateline episode. This is great. So just all you know, I have a security system that's not installed right now. So uh, that would be you the will, best. You, maybe you will by the time this airs. So it's yeah, okay. so maybe I will. So or this is what's said on Dateline. Keith oh Morris. Keith Morris say something really deep right now. <laughs> okay, so uh, they were killed. Oh well, mom and dad were resuming whatever. There's there is a dude and a woman and they're dead. Yeah, but Sam's not alone. There's a security guard or a person that looks like the security guard. Well, there was also, I do have a note in here about Sam follows footprints and opens a closet door with nothing in it. Sorry, Diana. Yeah, I was not happy. I had to jump. There was was like three or four jump scares like in the scene. I had my eyes covered too for all of it. You know that I cover my face when it's jumpy like that. (laughs) I'm a grown ass woman. I can do that. I'm allowed. Um, yeah, so he gets in a fight with this security guard with a knife or with the security guard, but he hasn't, but Sam has a knife and the knife burns the security. So also like this knife, which is a nice knife, like what the fuck? You can get that with a silver blade. That's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Like, uh, did you specially make that? I don't know. Cause, cause it was still like, I forget what you call that. Yeah. It's a fancy knife, but also like uh, interesting that he did. uh, We haven't seen the demon knife lately. Have we? Nope. Okay. Who had the demon knife? Okay. Anyways, side tangent, we'll find out where is the demon knife? Oh, where is the demon Maybe knife? Dean has it. Uh, so, yeah, he's cutting him with just a regular knife and it burns and he gets away. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, he. So, Sam, though, yeah, he gets away and Sam... off of this table, though. He hears a noise and he's Sam. So, the, the security guard leaves. But Sam's hears is like searching still and he sees this little like laundry table thing. And it was weird. Un- I don't know. Covers like, it, like pulls the cover off of it, and then we get surprised Sam face. But we don't know what it is. He's just surprised. And we cut to Sam on the phone with Dean, and he's just driving fast. I need you now. I need you now, bro. I'm on a job. I need, you need to make an exception and come help me. And I'm going to drive to your house if you won't meet me. So Dean meets him. Yeah, which is fair. And while he's doing this, he's like, you know, I'm out. and he's But he's also salting all the windows, right? So, like, he's still clearly very anally concerned about things. So we cut to Sam just leaning on the, the side of the Sam-mobile on the side of a road. And Dean pulls up in his, tr- in a tr- his truck. So tr- not, not, baby. not baby. No, he's in the truck, work truck. And Sam says, it's strapped down in the back seat. Oh, hmm. that's disturbing. Yeah. What is it? Well, we know we can get a hint when it is because Dean walks to the car and Sam says, Welcome to the party, Gutenberg. But I wonder if Three Minute Baby holds up. All right. So, but they still don't show like what's there. And we, so they still that they cut back to Dean and Lisa. Yeah, Dean wants uh, is demonstrating to Lisa loading and generally general usage of a handgun. Well, okay. and he's drilling her through it, and he's just like, "Make me show me you know how to do this." And she's like, "I get yeah. it." Although she calls it a clip and not a magazine, but whatever. Yeah, ugh, come on now. But yeah, but she's basically like, "Okay, I fucking got it. I'm gonna shoot you if you don't go help Sam because apparently you need to go help your brother." 
and um he makes some crack about her missing her boring ex and she laughs those comments just don't Yep, yep. No, they're never a good thing. They aren't. They well, they don't those, work. They never land how you think. They don't land. Obviously, your relationship is not good right now. So don't remind her about the boring ex that she's probably like, yeah, I'm going to call him right now. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. So, but she just tells him to be careful and kisses him goodbye. Mm-hmm. So Dean meets up with Sam in the pickup again. Still not in baby, obviously. And so they're trying to piece together what they know. They know that whatever it was, it was really fast. The security guard guy was fast and it freaked out when it was cut with silver. So this knife is not just a really cool little knife that Liz likes and wants, but it's made out of silver. Right. And uh, so, so, but that could mean like a number of things because apparently yeah. a number of things burn when you cut it with silver. So it could be a yeah. zombie, a shifter, a ghoul, a dozen other things. Mm-hmm. But what of those would do baby napping? I don't know. I'm sure all of them do baby napping. I mean, baby stew. Like... I mean, pretty much I have seen like in most of you lore that goes through that monsters like to eat babies. So they have to take them. Why are you shocked? Well, I guess maybe like they didn't just like devour the baby there. But I think like I mean, my first thought would be like, you remember, I forget which episode it was of Buffy where like all the babies are being taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like, they're going to a sacrifice. That is what my thought would be. It'd be like baby sacrifice. Why yeah. is that not what you're thinking? Yeah. Did you not watch Buffy? <laughs> Oh, so, um, yeah. So they get in the charger and, uh, they all get seat belted up, but Dean's like, yeah, we need supplies. And okay. Sam's so like, I've got what, all these the, supplies. So oh. the baby's in there and the bit one, the baby's farting, which is also adorable, but Sam's car is dinging because Dean hasn't put his seatbelt on. And Dean says a car should drive and not be a little bitch, which I did think was funny, but I thought was particularly funny when I got to the end of my street and my car was dinging today. And it was like, oh shit, I didn't put my seatbelt on you little bit. And I call my car a little bitch. That's hilarious. Yeah, so, but Dean thinks he knows what they need to buy because Lisa has a baby niece. And so they're going to go find baby supplies. Including butt paste. Paste for the butt, aka butt paste, which is a thing for those that are not around small children or haven't had to go to a bunch of baby showers. <clears throat> and the baby's about to cry, though, because it's at that time. They're at the store. The alarm clock is ticking. That baby is going to start bawling in the middle of the grocery store if they don't get on it. So they start. Do. Yeah. So they start hustling, and Dean is trying not very effectively to hush the baby at the checkout line. And they're arguing about how to make it stop crying. And everybody's looking at them, which they are, but whatever. That's what happens. And they don't know how to check the baby's diaper, which that's just silliness. There's an easy thing to check. I mean, you don't want to check it. I don't want to check it. But I don't mind. I don't care about checking it. Like whatever. Like you don't want to like put your finger into a bunch of shit. But it's not that hard to like figure out if baby's yeah. diaper is wet. Like yeah. what the fuck? But but Dean didn't even like know how to check that. It was very weird. And then all of a sudden he starts. I like how he yell cries back at the baby. Yes, I I, I wish I have done that. I I do appreciate that as a technique for children. And I'm not saying that I have never done that because I have. Yeah. No. I think everybody that's been around a and also child feels good, around. right? Like the baby is frustrated, and you're just like, ah, I'm frustrated too. Yeah, and then I'm sharing, I'm empathizing with you. Yes. We're both frustrated. But then this woman appears and uh, approaches and asks, "What's the matter?" And asks the baby's name, and of course, Dean immediately says Bobby, and Sam immediately says John. I thought it was interesting. Ooh. That was a choice. Read, to say let's with. read deeply into this. Yes, then they so the deep. Name- <laughs> then they decide the name is Bobby John. Which sounds like one of my relatives. <laughs> we, my family does have a lot of that Southern, like, two-name things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know. So that's I like fun. Bobby John. I kind of like it. Uh, and But she wants to hold the baby. And it's like, we don't we don't know this lady. You let her what? what is going on here? What What is yeah. happening? People do this. No. No, I'm sorry, strangers. I'm not that I'm with child, but if I had a child, you don't get to touch my fucking baby. Why are you touching strangers' babies? It's weird. Don't don't touch pregnant women's bellies. Don't touch strangers' babies or their dogs without asking. She takes the baby. Baby stops crying. 
And she says that he's a little wet. And she offers to go change the diaper, which is extra weird. Like, okay, I can actually get over the holding of the baby, but now, like, offering to go change the diaper. I'm going to take your baby away. Yeah, out of your line of sight and remove its clothing. Yeah, pass. No. So, uh, yeah. And um, she also told him to look exhausted. I'm like, that's kind of rude. Don't tell people also don't tell people that don't tell them you look tired nobody appreciates that no it's not nice but then out of the corner of his eye dean sees the security camera and her eyes are glowing and she's a shapeshifter what so now they know what the monster is and shapeshifter stealing babies yep it is and then what does dean tell her he Uh, he says give me the baby back before i stab you in the neck and it's just in the most calm, polite voice. Lady, yeah. give me the baby bat before I stab you in the neck. And then Sam is just like, Dean. And uh. well, I don't understand why he's like upset because I would be, I would immediately be like, oh shit. I would actually probably be laughing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> probably bust out laughing too. But, <laughs> so, but Dean just points at the cameras and so Sam sees it. And then, oh. But by that point, it's too late. She's fucking on the run with the baby. I so do that, find this chase scene kind of funny. It is. The grocery store baby chase. It's, the grocery store running. baby chase. It's like the baby's like a football. Yeah. And people's skin just gets like ripped off and nobody yeah, notices it. Chunks of skin flying off of her. Then Dean grabs at her. Dean, Sam's trying to head her off at the other exit or the other side of the of the checkout lines. Uh, Dean, ta- she, you know, Sam manages to grab the baby. Dean tackles her. And but right when he's about to stab her, she Help does the shape shifter thing. I can't get up. Help, he's hurting me. Yeah, and then like Michael, or like, I don't know what his name will be, like Chad. So Chad store runs manager. up, and the Chad, the store manager, is like, "I will save the day. Get off the old lady woman, man with a knife." Yeah. And Dean's like, oh shit, I guess I can't stab her right here. And I think you should have. Yeah. Fucking stab her, man. Like, at this point, like, you're already, cops should be coming. There is something going on with a baby, and like, police. Yeah, no one reported that. It's just, and they obviously have security cameras. I feel like this would have been a very easily solved situation. I'm saying. I, I don't know. But, but anyways, so they, they drive just away. take off in the car. Yeah. And she tries to fo- go outside and follow, but watches them drive off. And, and she's, I think, able to get the license plate. She's like, yeah, she's shifter. Got the plates. Clocked them. Yep. So now they've got to decide, figure out, now the brothers have to figure out what a shifter wants with the baby and how it found them. Uh-oh. So uh, Dean cannot figure out how to do this baby seat though the seat belts which they, yeah, they those things are fucking ridiculous so I'm 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 really I, I hate them so but so Dean's just like oh we gotta get on the road and then we cut to the, a sheriff and this is a very like where he's sitting reminds me very much of like Smokey and the Bandit yeah um and or and or Dukes of Hazard. You know, yeah. just a sheriff like, like off behind in the, the billboard on the side of the old road highway. Yeah, that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I ever get his name. We're just gonna call him Jessup. All right. So <laughs> Jessup the sheriff is in there, and but it's the shifter, and the shifter is just leaving goo everywhere. There's just goo like all shifter over goo the place. all over the place. I have to tell you something real fast. I'm gonna side sideline for a second. So what's really funny is my when I played roller derby, my team was the Suicide Shifters. And so we just called ourselves shifters all the time for short. And so it's really funny to just talk about like, yeah, the shifter was over there when like, I mean, and then after, cause after I played, I would actually like call games. And so I'd be talking about like the shifters all the time or like the shifter, whatever position. Anyway, it's just really funny. It just goes back in my head. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to start roller skating. Listen to this. Panther princess, right? Panther princess? Panther, Panther what? Princess. Panther, Panther city princess. princess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Anyways, sorry. It's my side story about, roller derby which has nothing to do with this nothing at all it's fine it's lovely so but the shifter now we know has actually they did take the plates because he's running a he's not running a bolo he's just running a a check on them yeah and and obviously the real sheriff's cop jessup is dead and now we've just got shifter shifter jessup shifter jessup and so we're gonna cut back to the motel and dean has changed the baby's diapers Ta-da! 
good hello man so so proud of you that you have changed a diaper oh so hard yeah. it had poo in it oh, oh you big no. man yeah sorry i am unimpressed sam is very impressed which is kind of odd yeah and he's like see dean is humming deep purple uh smoke in the water to him and sam also makes you know it says that he has a dr huxtable vibe coming off of him yeah just leaving that there it's a weird reference you don't want that vibe coming off of you you just don't (laughs) so but dean like kind of goes into this like we like we're getting this little deep part of dean and he's just like yeah i'm starting and this actually is pisses me off because he's like i'm starting to feel like ben is my kid yes and i want to do something different with him then and I, 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 yeah so i'm going to just put that there and i'll come back to that at the end of this episode so but okay but sam's like are you sure you're doing that though you're moving them around they're on lockdown it's the same as that way we were raised uh, and Dean just thinks like, no, no, it's temporary. But Sam's like, no, no, dad always said it was temporary. He said it was temporary for 22 years. How do you do that and not turn into dad? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're not wrong. Like he's definitely not wrong in any of this things Mm-mm. moment. Right. Mm-hmm. But then Sam but then, is yeah. distracted. <laughs> he has no. an aha moment. The light bulb uh-huh. dings. And he realized he missed one of the houses that they were checking. Uh, when he was looking at it the dad at that house wasn't home when mom was killed and the baby was nabbed so they got to go talk to the dad but dean's like no we i i've got to stay here with the baby uh we don't have a badge for bobby john oh little baby badge little fake little little fake federal id little little cup hat Little, little tiny cop hat but so dean decides you know he's gonna stay and so while he's there the baby's fussing so he gives him a finger dipped in whiskey to suck on mm-hmm. which i i would say is an okay parenting practice but i also have children so who cares so <laughs> we cut to a garage right so we got this mechanic who's this dad and sam's pretending to be a cop and he's you know that the, the man's upset he's like it's sad that she died like that and then the baby vanished in thin air um, so shouldn't she like be like having like a missing baby like hotline like running a find mine like my child why are yeah. you at work it's very odd because like you see like when this you know, seems God recent forbid. right like this isn't yeah, like, like a couple days. months later i've gone back to work like and we get you know later like even like what he says but like the public doesn't know that and so i'm getting very like uh scott peterson like vibes <laughs> Well, and like you get like, you I mean, you know, we have, I mean, at least I, I assume there's like, still I, the cops States, should in Texas, like be you've got like, this... what is that? What is that? A queen, a queen search and rescue group in Texas that whenever they have like a missing oh, person. Yeah. That like where they have like, the as, horses. As, they're the horses. Ones. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but they're actually the, the guy who started that he actually, his daughter was one of the daughters who was in the Texas killing fields. I believe. Mm. So uh, they just redid like the Texas Killing Fields on Netflix. They actually did a pretty good job of it, but they missed out like in a lot of other things. Anyways, yeah, two crime, whatever. But but yeah, they but they you know whenever there's a, God forbid a missing child like that, especially now you've got a rash of missing babies. Like well, there would be uproar. The, there would be search parties. There would be well, like and also happening. like I don't think the cops have like I don't know if the cops have all put together that these are related yet. Well. So like the, maybe just you know like the Campbells and Dean and whatever are aware of it, but I we don't know that like the actual law, law enforcement knows. But even if that's they don't know. Like then yeah. there here is a woman who was murdered, her baby is missing, and a and dad just, who was not changing home. the oil. And he's yeah. just changing so, like, the oil in the car. Yeah, you know, like he I have seen his dateline. He is a prime suspect. He yeah. is he has moved from a person of interest to a suspect. I this guy did it all. Yeah. Oh good lord, that was so you really get me started on true crime. You never have one. I know. So, but but he tells a story though to Sam after being kind of given thrown shade at the cops in general that he had filed for divorce because he had caught her cheating. He didn't directly see it, but she must have because they had not been intimate in a very long time. And then she came up pregnant and she had told him that it was his, that he, that it was some story about when they came home from, you know, he came back in town early 
And he's like, yeah, that that didn't happen. So, it's impossible. so what is happening with this woman? Right. So talk about a gas lit situation. Right. Oh, so we yeah. can all guess what is happening here. There is a shifter. <laughs> there is a shifter who is posing as this woman's husband. Then he's watching them to make sure that she when they go out of town, that he can then swoop in and fuck them. So first we have this non-consensual sex act that's happening. Right. So this is not. Okay. Yeah. Then she gets pregnant. Her husband comes home and tells her we never had sex. How do you not lose your goddamn mind? What the fuck? Like, and, so, and your husband like, files for fucking divorce over it? Like, oh. Well, then, like, are you not running DNA tests? Like, which, like this is some Maury shit, right? Oh. I'd be, like, pulling some stuff out of me. Like, unless you've got an evil twin here. Like, do you have an evil twin? Is that what's happening? Because that's why I'd but be then, like, oh, my God, you have an would, evil twin. Would the shifter, I mean, like, their DNA wouldn't be the same, would it? I mean, because... Just because oh, you're in the form fair. of that's that. That's right. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Does the DNA change? What would happen on this Maury? <laughs> I don't know. This sounds... You're the father. Would it say you're the father You're the not? father sometimes. Know. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but uh, so he's, the, he's whatever. Whoever he was, he's a father. Yeah. So we're going to cut from here back to Dean and his magic fingers. Yeah, he's chilling and enjoying his magic fingers been a minute because he's had been off the road it's been a while since he's had his magic fingers but then you hear a splat noise and the baby starts crying so, I, yeah i was having a hard time like describing the the sound it was like is it gishing gushing like because it's not just a splat it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's a very gooey noise it's a gooey noise if goo had a noise this would be this it would be it and we've got clear goo and blood on the wall. So right at this time, um, he uh, he Sam gets a call calls. from Sam, and Sam's like, "Look, the the shapeshifter is the baby's dad." And at this point, Dean's picking up the baby, and the baby has now transformed to match the baby on the diaper box, which is of a different race. Yeah, so they made it very obvious these were two different, like, the same baby, but different. Also covered in a lot of grossness. Yeah. This baby is gross. And now we get a manager knock on the door, though, asking that they're saying there's been complaints about the baby crying. Oh, Dean has bathed the baby. So he has now progressed from poop, like, dealing with a diaper. You have now successfully put a child in a sink. Right. Good on you, Dean. You made the baby less gross. Good job. Um... But the, the manager is insisting they want to come in, but you know, they ain't going to let, no, they never let anybody in their room. There's good reason because it's probably not who they say they are. And this time it's not either. It is the door unlocks and it's our Sheriff Jessup shifter. Yep. <laughs> and Sheriff Jessup is talking in some ways that sound like very much like he is from a Southern Baptist incestuous cult. And he said, the child should be with his father. I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about our father. Cult, 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 cult. That's what, that's what I would be thinking. Oh, yeah. So there's a fight, of course, obviously. Dean's ass. Yeah, it's not good. Luckily, Sam shows up and shoots it in the back. Yeah, and a very powerful, just like at the door, just like boom, boom. boom. Yeah, it's pretty pretty smooth operating by Sam there. So now the brothers are driving away with the baby and they're like, great. That's super strategic to use that security company front, uh, knock up women, come back and collect their prize. Yeah. Sam's just impressed by this. Pondering this. And then, but they're also pondering the fact that they didn't know that shifters had babies. And now we've got to have the conversation as if the baby is the baby, a monster. Dean's like, look, it's not a monster because it's not its fault that it's a shifter. But Sam's like, but it's still a shifter, which is a monster. We've had this debate before. Yeah. But they were just adults and not babies. Okay, we're back to this shit again. All right. So, um, yeah. So. Sam wants to bring the baby to the Campbells yeah because mm. they'll know what to do mm. they're like a family they're not all just hunters and head cases in fact Samuel is a lot like Dean <laughs> what and even Dean points out 
I'm a freaking head case. I'm not good. Not good. So they take this baby to a compound. Yeah, a guarded compound. A guarded compound. There's two guys outside. One of them has a useless shotgun. Very normal. This is very, like, I'm getting, like, Waco vibes here. Like, it's... Yeah, it's not it's not a place for a baby and a baby should not be there but the family is somehow gathering they're just they're weird they're fucking weird i don't trust them i don't, I don't trust, them even to trust them like they're just i would be uncomfortable if i was dean like there's nothing to do with family they're just awkward people yeah well and dean's obviously like not real into this whole thing uh he doesn't want to give samuel the baby and Samuel's like, no, no, just, just let me, you know, and insists on. But also, Gwen says like the baby is the best disguise a monster ever wore, uh, and she's just like, la la, like it's we, fuck, oh god. But Sam takes the baby from Dean and hands it to Samuel, and uh, just, yeah, yeah, and Parker Lewis, yeah, Parker Lewis is like doesn't know what Dean's problem with them is. And Dean's like, duh, you're hunters. And but Parker Lewis is like, but we're family, brah. As he creepily fucks with a screwdriver, like, I wouldn't want to give you fuckers a baby. Yeah, no. And Dean's like, what? Are you going to, like, poke and study it? Like, what the fuck? And Christian is, like, so annoyed that Dean's mind goes to torture. And, and makes he- in, he makes a crack about how he heard what Dean majored in down in the pit. He's just picking a fight, right? Parker Lewis is just like, I want to bro up to him, right? Mm -hmm. And Samuel is, is, he's helping? Mm. Mm. Uh, No. Uh, And then creepy cousins in the back, he's just like softly like talking about how the baby, like, what a great hunter he can be. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Nope. They don't like any of this. Any of this. Samuel's got this whole plan about they could raise him, and then he's old enough, let him decide how he wants to help. And then Dean's just like, you cannot, and you can't Angelina Jolie a shapeshifter. Which I guess is like saying you can't adopt a shapeshifter, which I don't understand why not. Like, at this point, too, I'm also like, is there not, like, where is shapeshifter Hogwarts? Can't you just take it to shapeshifter Hogwarts? Like, it has to exist, right? And so Sam was just like Dean. Why can't you trust me? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. And Dean's like, uh, pretty much because both of y'all came back from the dead, and no one seems to care. Like, why? It's just a lot of mystery for me. So, hmm. yeah. And Sam's but- just like, of course we do. Of course we do. And then I was just like, oh god, I can't write about this anymore. Wait, me when this is done. Well, he's also like, but it's not really our problem that you. That's your problem, really, that you don't trust this. Not really our problem. So, hey, uh, Christian, since you and your partner don't haven't had a baby yet, congrats, it's a boy. Sometimes, and hands them the baby. What? Uh, also, like, so Parker Lewis's wife is named Arlene, and I'm like, please let this be Arlene from True Blood. <laughs> so I just want this to be like just redheaded Arlene or a little Merlot's out Merlot's outfit, and she's just married to Christian, and then they get this little shapeshifter baby. It would work in the storyline. Just saying, spinoff, crossover, <laughs> crossover, spinoff. All right. But then we hear dogs barking outside, and Dean is pissed already. But we hear dog bar- dogs barking, so Samuel Samuel sends um, Sam, Dean, and the baby to a panic room, while the rest yep. of them go for disarm weapons. themselves with everything. And then and then Samuel comes in. <laughs> now there's two Samuel. Now we got Shifter Samuel. What? And it's, you have something of ours. Ugh. And I can feel him. So then the following happens. Gwen shoots him twice in the back. Ginger, Ginger Mark, whatever the fuck his name is, stabs him yeah. in the heart. Then Samuel one and Christian shoot him with tranquilizer darts. Samuel one tells Parker Lewis to get the silver net. So apparently they have silver nets. The shifter stands up and gets the darts out of his back basically by just flexing his muscles. Yes. Which is like. Just pops that, those shits out. That is the legitimate word flex. This flex. is a flex. Yeah. Bam. Bam. Ooh, bam. But it's weird they're going to box him up. That's what they say they're going to do with the with the silver nets. They're going to box him up. What? Okay, what? so okay. Now, you're, now we're getting flashbacks to the last episode when they were nabbing that the female gin and they were putting the bag of her head and zip tying her and taking her away, right? That so now it's like, oh, are they just, are they collecting monsters? 
Yeah, I don't know. Whatever you're doing, it's sus. It's sus. So then uh, Sam and Dean, they're pacing in the panic room with Bombie John. And they know that this does not sound good. So Sam's going to go out to check. But right when he looks through the porthole, guess what's looking back at him? It's Sam. his own face. Ah! Ah! And he just rips off the door. Yeah, just so, like removes it. Removes the door. <laughs> removes the door. Then Alpha Sam comes in and he grabs himself. Then they almost kiss. That's really what it looks like. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm not just reading into this. But they were just like, <gasps> they're like right up there. And then he just flings himself across the room. Yeah. He gets thrown. I do, honestly, I kind of like Alpha Sam is hot. And then, so, well, then the shifter turns into Dean and tells Dean to give him the baby. But Dean refuses. So shifter Dean chokes him against the wall till he faints and takes the baby yeah so i mean i guess like did like shifter dean like understand the dean was trying to protect the baby and that's why he didn't just kill him yeah. i don't know like i'm very surprised the shifter didn't just kill all these other people i mean not you know, i know because there's major characters and you can't just kill all of them but anyway so he leaves dean on the floor mm -hmm. and upstairs they're just mulling the situation and so they're talking about the fact that they're that the concept of an alpha or an original of a monster is not a myth that it's like the king or the first shapeshifter and it goes back in the lore that they can find by feeling their offspring yeah so one that isn't true also i appreciate the fact that diana went to the originals which shows that this is this is some vampire diary shit that's just like leaking out of her which is cool i'm glad that you went to that but there is nothing in fucking lore anywhere about alpha shifters right but there is a lot of alpha shifters in paranormal romance <laughs> so we're gonna play a game right. diana Right. And we're calling this Alpha or Alpha AI. Dun dun dun. So, Zayana knows I have been playing with AI a bunch this week, like everybody in the world. And what I did was I picked some very real blurbs from paranormal romance books about Alpha Shifters. I hmm. also had open AI make some blurbs about paranormal romance books about alpha shifters for me. So, Diana, oh, no. I'm going to read you a blurb, and you're going to have to tell me if that's a true paranormal romance blurb about an alpha shifter, or is my new robot overlord. Okay? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> also i know ai terrifies diana so this is extra extra fun very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. i just think it's weird that you're comfortable with facebook but uncomfortable with ai anyhow all right so the first one marissa boyd knows as a non-shifter she doesn't belong in pack territory she braves a visit to attend her sister's mating ceremony and meets the shifter who will change her entire life and beliefs. Gage Wolf knows Marissa is hiding a pain past. As Alpha, he's used to protecting his pact. Marissa challenges authority like no one he's ever met before. His desire to claim her is strong, and his wolf won't be denied. He'll have her as his mate, even if he has to fight to teach her the meaning of belonging to an Alpha. Even if it is Marissa's feelings of not being good enough for him, that he must battle. Is that true paranormal romance? Or are robot overlords? Paranormal romance. It is. That, was, that one is real. That was real. <laughs> All right. That one. All right. Your second one. That was, that was from Pack Alpha by Chrissy Smith. If you, if, you, if you feel intrigued and want to read more. Okay, your second one. Kit, an alpha fox shifter, has been stealing from the rich and giving to the poor since the dawn of time. But when FBI agent Callie, another fox shifter, enters his life, Kit is faced with an impossible choice. Keep his thieving ways and risk losing the one woman he desires or give up his wild ways with the chance of a happily ever after. Sparks fly as Kit and Callie fight their undeniable attraction, and Kit must decide if he can give up his rogue lifestyle and make a new life with the woman he loves. Will their love be enough to break the curse of Kit's life of crime and make their love a reality? AI. Real or AI? Yeah, that one was AI. Ha! Yeah. 
All right, so far, you're really good at picking out the replicants. All right, your next one. Miranda, a divorced middle-aged writer, finds love in the most unexpected of places. After moving to the city, she meets a working-class man from the country who is also an alpha shapeshifter. The man is completely different than anyone she's ever met before, but she finds herself inexplicably drawn to him. As the relationship deepens, the couple faces a couple a number of intense struggles and obstacles, including their vastly different backgrounds and the fact that he is a shapeshifter. Despite these challenges, their love for each other is enough to overcome them, and they eventually find themselves happily, happily in love and ready to face whatever the future brings. AI? Yes, that one is AI. Still creepy as fuck. Okay. Yes, it is. All right, your next one. From the moment Mel takes the assignment, she knows that it should be impossible. But for the supernatural world, foremost thief, impossible is an irresistible challenge. Especially when the payment for this job will get her one step closer to the one thing she desperately needs. When the job goes belly up, she finds herself in the lion's den and facing off with the sexiest man she's ever met. No one steals from Luke Torres. His fortress is legend and his pack of lions are deadly, ready to face any threat. When Luke meets Mel, she knocks his socks off with a scorching kiss. But when they meet again, they are captor and captive in a deadly game of cat versus cat. Why is he a paranormal romance on that one? That is indeed a real paranormal romance. That is from The Alpha Heist by Kate Rudolph. Hmm. Okay. Your last one. So far, you're, you're all four for four. I know. It's been a while. My damn is very happy. What? Like, what? Let's go. Game. All right. All right. Go. All right. I think it's your shirt. Your shirt's giving you power. All right. Your last my, one. My Chola vibes. Got Chola vibes. All right. Eric. An alpha wolf shifter and successful financial mogul has it all. Money, power, and influence. But he is still missing the one thing that would make his life complete. A mate. Enter Claire, a hardworking woman who has had to struggle for everything she owns and who has no intention of trusting a rich alpha like Eric. But as their paths cross and they begin to know each other, an undeniable attraction forms, and soon their hearts will be intertwined in an unlikely but passionate romance. Can Eric and Claire's love for one another bridge the divide between their worlds, or will their differences be too much for them to overcome? Hmm. I'm torn a little bit on this one. They go AI. It is! It is AI! Fireworks! Boom. Diana, Yay. you got them all! You could tell reality, fake reality from fake reality, fake, fake reality. <gasps> but now the AI that is listening to this podcast is going to take all of this and learn it and, and make it all smarter. So it will fool you next time. That. Wow. Well, I'm going to go to bed now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Freaks me out. I, for Man. one, respect and rejoice in the path of my new robot overlords. Make me your queen. Okay. Hmm. So let's go back to, we're going to go back from that fake world of weird shapeshifter shit to mm -hmm. this world of weird shapeshifter shit. All right. Mm -hmm. So they're discussing the kid, right? Well, they're talking about the baby and then they're also talking about this alpha that they alpha think thing, that, they, right? that they just interacted with. And Dean's like, what, why, what's going on here? Why, how do we kill it? But Samuel's like, I don't know if we can kill it. So outside Dean and Sam are talking about like, like what, what did the shifter say in the motel before? Sam... No, no, no. You, you know what he said? He said, just before you ganked that shifter in a motel, you had a gank. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they're so talking he's about just the like, our yeah. father comment. Dean is interpreting as the alpha. Yeah. I and mean, it's just like, you know, like he mentioned a father, which makes sense now because he meant the alpha. Did you hear that? No. Hmm, weird. You didn't. You weren't just using his baby as bait. Okay, cool. Just check in. Thank you. It seems like you were. Yeah. Weird. He thinks Sam's in on this. He thinks that Sam knows that Samuel knows some shit. 
and that they used the baby as bait and that he Sam's just like, no, I insist. I insist that he thought Samuel's place would be safe. Dean's not sold on any of this. He don't trust any of these motherfuckers. No. And you shouldn't. They're all sus. They're all fucking sus. Super sus. Super fucking sus. So we see, um, we cut to um, a later a later scene and Samuel is on the phone talking about how he didn't, quote, catch it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's telling somebody that it killed three of its pe- of his people and it laughed off the F elephant tranquilizer. But don't worry, he's going to catch a deliberate. What? What? Hmm. That's not good. No, Mm-mm. that's not good at all. So we see Dean. Dean's back home with Lisa and asks where Ben is. Ben's out for a bike ride, and and now we're gonna get a heart to heart, a real talk from between Lisa and Dean, which is important at this point. So yes. I think in the last episode we got the whole battle of Dean trying to leave but not, and Lisa like motherfucker, shut up! I signed up for this, and no, it's not always gonna be a fairy tale, but we're good together. So whatevs. And so now we're getting the, okay, now you've been freaking the fuck out, Dean, and we can't live like this on lockdown freak out, Dean. We're not doing no. that. Nope, nope. And so Dean's trying to explain that he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't really know what's going to be the safest, and he wants to be able to protect them. And he doesn't know if it's going to be easier for him to be able to physically be there and protect them or him to get way the fuck far away from them to keep them safe. He just doesn't want to be like his dad. And he is. He's acting like John. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. He also said a prison guard. Whatever. So, John, prison guard. It's the same goddamn thing. And Lisa wants to be honest, right? And she's yeah. like, I know you're not a construction worker. You're a hunter. Sam's mm-hmm. out there. I know you don't want to be here. Yeah. But, you know, I also don't know what's going to make us safer either. So, this is, let's figure it out. And he's like, no, no, I really do want to be here. She's like, yeah, but you also want to be there. So. Get the um, fuck out. She's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but we're not going to keep having this conversation. So you need to go. But even though he doesn't want to leave her and Ben and she's like, look, uh, you know, it's not an either or come when you can in one piece and just, you know, go give, go do what you do. So she's trying, it sounds to me, this mind, I, I read this as she's trying to give him the hunter life, but also the opportunity to just come and go from her life whenever he fucking feels like it. Lisa. 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 No. 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 Don't do this. You this can is, figure no. out a way to do the best of both worlds, I think, but you got more ground rules than like, just come when you can. Fuck and don't come when noise. you're fucked up. Only come when you're in one piece. But, you know, just show up whenever you feel like it and jump into my son's life as a and father figure. And my bed. And my, no. No, ma'am. Lisa, like, what, what is, Lisa, no, what ma'am. is your backstory, ma'am? How broken are you? This is... Mm. I mean, like, I get, like, her trying to say, like, look, basically the concept, you work on the road, I get it, you go do your thing, you're happier that way, we can be happy this way, I don't need you here all the time, I've been by myself for a hot minute, so we can do this shit, but there's gotta be some motherfucking ground rules if you're gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, that's not what she's saying, right? No, She just says, rules. go off, go run off and be a hunter, and... and just come back whenevs. Yeah, and but Dean thinks this is great, because of course he does. She's just giving him the golden ticket, like... Go off, go play your games to your brother, and then you can come back to my sweet pussy whenever you want. I'm just assuming Lisa's pussy is nice. But anyway, so um, in the show, like, we shift from this, and then, like, now we're supposed to be really happy with, with Dean, right? Because Smoke in the Water starts playing. Yeah. So deep purple. And he fires up, baby. That's what we get. So, do we have a casting couch? Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. Yeah, we have a brief casting couch. Um, you know, this this episode didn't have a ton of additional characters, but we did get a few. Uh, so I'll I'll, I'll do a quick hit on those for us. Um. So, um, Mrs. Cooper from the very beginning of the show, it's the first woman who dies, 
was played by Rebecca Davis. She was uh, the program director in Wendy Williams' movie. Uh, she has a reoccurring role on Batwoman, and she's been in a ton of Hallmark movies. The shapeshifter sheriff, Jessup, as we called him, was played by Jackson Berlin, um, who's a pilot in the movie Man of Steel. He the- seems like a Jackson. Yeah, that's right. He was uh, an agent in the uh, movie Elysium. Um, he was in a he was uh, a mo- in a movie called uh, Elvis the Pig, um, which I was just amused. Was by. Elvis a pig? I just saying that was the name of the movie. I, I don't I'm just hoping Elvis is the pig. That's what I'm going. And with. then uh, so the um, ex husband mechanic was uh, played by Kirby Morrow. He actually does an shit ton of anime voice work and other animation voice work uh so i thought it was interesting and then also has had reoccurring roles on legion and supergirl um our supermarket shifter was played by uh bj harrison um she has a really long career with a lot of television uh look like a lot of um yeah so a lot of television but she was uh the amnesia aunt in tooth fairy the movie she was uh, Dottie in uh, Rise of Planet of the Apes, uh, a lot of Christmas movies. Um, she is also Mrs. Curtis slash librarian in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Then we have our supermarket manager was played by Ryan Jefferson Booth. Uh, he was uh, Dino on iZombie. Uh, a couple episodes of The Peacemaker as, quote, racist thug. Name of his role, uh, and then he um, was a king on the Flash. So there we go. There we go. All right. So thank you for casting couch. Mm-hmm. Now let's shit on this episode. No. Uh, it felt like a filler episode. I mean, we're getting like this emotional. So all I really here's what I got. Out but of how episode. was it a filler episode in the second episode of the season? Lots of ways. Um, I think what they what they did was they they continued the drama. They were getting Dean away from. Um, all we really did was forward the story. I think like a little bit. I think the episode was not done in a way that I don't know. I think it could have been not my jam. Basically, we got Dean desperate to go back on the road with Sam, but not trusting who Sam's with, and um, getting further destruction to Sam or to Dean and Elise's relationship. That's all this episode did. Just like, oh yeah, the Campbells are real fucking sus. Dean misses being a hunter, and oh, their relationship's gonna fall apart. Okay, shocking. Huh. Yeah, and I also feel like the baby. They took easy wins on the humor. There's like, oh, I'm a boy I can't change a diaper, you know. And I that could have been better. Jokes, like, yeah, like, well, yeah. It's- you and know, I get like, that wasn't part of the plot, but if it was the plot, it was two men and a baby. Right. And, that was the name and of the so episode. like, I don't know. I, I thought like it was that I thought that part could have been better. I also just, as you know, I hate the Campbells are fucking creepy and I don't like them. I just don't. They're not interesting I, characters. I they're just creepy. I don't know how long they're going to be around, but I don't want to know the answer to that either. Some don't tell me, but that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just like it was the easy, like, oh, men, men are bumbling idiots. I'm and a cannot man. Take I can't handle anything. a baby. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure Dean Winchester could handle the fucking baby. Like, I just don't think like it would be that big of a deal. Like, I think he would be fine. Uh, also, keep in mind, like, wasn't Sam a baby when their mom? Yeah, no, died, he grew so up like, taking care of his Dean brother. Probably did yeah. a lot of baby care. Yeah, duh so there's that and then they're being judgy about it like wouldn't you be like oh yeah cool my brother knows what to do not like oh my god you know do that (laughs) yeah i mean just overall just the episode was fine it wasn't a bummer it was definitely it wasn't a bummer but it wasn't like a we definitely have more hints about how sus the fucking Campbells are, though, because they're trying to catch these monsters. Well, is it a good thing or a bad that they're catching monsters? I don't I know. I don't know, but I don't trust them, so I assume it's bad because I don't trust them. I also assume it's bad. Anyways, 
All right. Um, so let's, yeah, I want to like not end up on just us being like, oh, good God. Ugh. No. So tired. No, We're so I tired. Mean, yeah. It's, um, I- I'm intrigued to see what's going on in the story. I mean, obviously we know that Dean would not, as much as Dean loves Lisa, and I believe he does, and Ben, that he's not oh, going to be happy sitting at home. So that's the other thing. Like, I feel like Dean's relationship, and I used air quotes there if you can't see my fingers, uh, with Ben is, he says in this, that like, I'm starting to feel like he's my kid. Like, I have this super, like, strong bond to him. Yeah. When he's leaving Lisa, there is none of that in there. I don't see any of that struggle between, like, as I have felt when I have left children and other relationships that I've been in that were not my, that were my partner's children. Like, that was, like, a huge, huge thing. And I know he says he's coming back, but I don't yeah. feel like it's there. I don't feel like he's treating Ben like he's his kid. I feel like he's treating Ben like he's Lisa's kid. And That's I fair. don't feel that. Yeah, I think I feel I like think, you I feel think, like a shitty drifter who came into her life and you fucked up this kid's life. Fuck off, Dean uh, Winchester. That's how, I think that's why this episode pisses me off. That's reasonable. I think I think he rationalizes in his head as he's coming back, so that's okay. But you're right; it's not. That's not how it works. It's not. It's, it's not acceptable. And Lisa, fuck up. <sighs> Damn it, Lisa! Why are you taking it? Lisa. I like Lisa, so it's upsetting. I know she's a strong woman. That's I don't like. She, I appreciate the fact she told him to fuck off, but I also understand that as much as like, I'm not saying I'm shitting Lisa, but like, I get this, like I get her like leaving this door open for this man that she's so in love with, but he's not good for you, honey. Mm-mm. You can watch us. He's not good for you. He's not. He's not good for you. No. I'm saying he's good hmm. for me. But anyways. All right. Well, so I think that's a happier note. So we'll leave with that. All right. Cheers, Dirk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a... I'm a man! ...production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at devilstrappodcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.